0: Welcome to the ChatGPT podcast. I'm your host, Jaden Schaefer. Each episode, we dive into the latest developments in the exciting field of artificial intelligence, exploring its applications and potential impacts on our daily lives. If you are looking for an innovative and creative community of people using ChatGPT, you need to join our ChatGPT creators community. I'll drop a link in the description to this podcast We'd love to see you there where we share tips and tricks of what is working in ChatGPT. It's a lot easier than a podcast as you can see screenshots, you can share and comment on things that are currently working. So if this sounds interesting to you, check out the link in the comment. We'd love to have you in the community. We may be seeing the first victim to, and the first shoot a drop since Google Bard was announced. Uh, This, the AI search competitor Neva has officially announced that it is going to be shutting down its consumer search product. Um, in the coming weeks, this is really interesting. So, obviously, Neva has actually been around. A lot of people just have found out about it since ChatGPT and kind of the hype around AI started. But Neva has actually been around since 2019. It was started by a former Google executive um, who essentially said that he was just disillusioned with everything happening at Google. He felt like uh, Google was pursuing growth abusers at all costs. Um, and so, he decided he would like to create a better, privacy focused search engine and he created neva.com which was um, an ai search engine and you could you know similar to what google bard is doing now you could search and get ai results on neva Um, so they have announced that they are shutting it down uh you you know one can only assume that uh after google bard came out there wasn't really much hope for them um to think that they could win in the search engine space uh, a privacy focused search engine uh, obviously, that is super difficult. You know, we have other ones. There's, uh, I believe, DuckDuckGo and a couple other competitors. I think Brave has uh, its own search engine as well. Um, and so I think there's been another, uh, like a handful of other, like privacy-focused competitors. Essentially, they're like the anti-Google or the anti-Facebook who uh, take all of your information and sell it or use it to target you with ads. So we have these other people. Um, Nevo, you know, was really prominent because it was specifically AI. So it was kind of doing what, like, Microsoft Bing and Google Bard are doing. But as soon as these, like, honestly, as soon as Google Bard rolls out and it's going to be used by billions of people, it's included in Google search results. Honestly, Neva kind of dies uh, because it's just so much more powerful. They have so many more resources. That being said, of course, uh, the privacy aspect of it, I'm sure, was great um, because Google still is not doing that, obviously. But I I believe that there's probably other um, competitors that probably were just beating them. So they uh, essentially they released, uh, they released a blog post and the reason that they said they're shutting down is because they said that um, acquiring users has been really hard. Um, and they also said that different economic uh, environments have made it clear that a business in consumer search is not sustainable. And that's just what they're saying. They said, this was a really tough decision that took into account lots of things, our business progress so far, the current funding environment, and our ability to continue to grow quickly in this vastly changing search environment, um, they he tweeted that out on Saturday. So I think it's interesting. Um, you know, I've been in software before. Like customer acquisition can be really hard unless you have like incredible product market fit. I would have been really curious to see their numbers um, over the last couple months and their adoption because I heard Neva shilled by some really prominent and uh, you know big podcasters, uh, Jason Calacanis from This Week in Startups and the All in Podcast talked relentlessly about Neva to the point that his co-hosts would like complain that it was like always a sponsored thing but like you gotta think that a lot of these people using AI um, have heard of it or seen it and I would be really curious to see what their user numbers were but I, I also know that uh, when it comes to search there is a cost associated with every single search and when you have a free search engine um, and P- and like all of your users are essentially free unless you can learn to monetize really quickly which when you're a privacy search engine is a lot harder um, I imagine that that would have been difficult and that probably is where they ran into a snag. So um, I think this is going to be interesting to see what comes next in the landscape if we see more prominent uh, AI companies like this drop. And that, that um, being said, Neva is not shutting down. Essentially they said that they're going to explore um, other consumer applications of their AI technology, other applications of their te- AI technology um, beyond just search. I, I think it's honestly, it's kind of sad. I'm sure because this has been around since 2019 and it's probably their dream and they, they hustled for it and whatnot, but, uh, they probably missed the boat by not raising more funding in, um, 2001 when things were frothy, you know, they had two years to do it. Um, because 2022, and uh 2023 have been rough on raising funds for any sort of software company. That being said, AI did seem to have a bit of a boom. I would assume neva would have gotten a spike in numbers. I'm surprised you know they weren't able to grab some quick money because they'd been around a while in the space. That being said though, I know the number one question uh people would have brought up because in my my current software company in AI which isn't anything related to search, it's also still this number one question people bring up but they people are obviously going to say, what happens when Google does the exact same thing? And I think Neva really probably struggled to answer that question to investors to differentiate themselves and to actually um, show that they had a moat, right? A leaked memo from Google said, we don't have a moat and neither does OpenAI. And I think for someone like Google and OpenAI, not having a moat is fine because, well, it's not fine. It's not great. But Like, they they can go ahead because they're obviously the biggest, they can spend millions or billions of dollars developing this technology, and that money spent is, you know, essentially their moat, although things get cheaper, so it becomes less and less of a moat. But the users they have, the money they spent, first mover advantage, those are things that Google and OpenAI really want to focus on, Um, and a company like Neva just really can't keep up with what they were doing. So um, I think it's going to be interesting to see uh, what they continue, they said they're going to explore use cases for generative AI and large language models in uh, search going forward, um, and they said that all of the customers um, that currently have paid for it are going to get a refund. This is really interesting. Like They're not even just leaving up like some sort of basic version of the technology for their paid users to just continue to use and continue to make money. They're literally just refunding the unused portion of any of their premium users, and they're deleting all user data. Uh, as part of the shutdown now my one caveat or like one side note which is just purely speculative but the one thing this reminds me of with the whole um deleting all of the data stuff is potentially i highly doubt this happened but potentially if there's some sort of data breach um and uh they felt like it was on un- they were not they're not able to redeem themselves this is you know an interesting path they might also take it just reminds me of google plus uh, essentially Google had their Facebook competitor, Google+. Um, It got a lot... It didn't get a lot of traction. Honestly, it kind of made them look bad because Facebook kept just, like, kicking their butt in that department. And eventually, there was a big data breach. Uh, It got hacked. And so then Google just, like, pulled the plug and said, shutting it down, deleting all the data, deleting the whole thing. They didn't even, like, just kind of leave it up as, like, one of their half-baked products that just kind of chilling like they have done other times. Google, to be honest, is pretty good at pulling the plug. And I think the reason... Uh, on like unsuccessful products and i think the reason especially for google plus is as soon as they had that data breach they just wanted to like completely get rid of that uh, because it was essentially it was a liability so i doubt this is the case with neva but it is interesting that they're just deleting all of the data and refunding everybody and not even like you know trying to continue to make money from that so I think the, uh, the executives over at Neva said they'll have more to share in the coming weeks. So we will look forward to seeing that. But I do think this is really interesting story because this is the first shoe to drop. This is the first AI company to bite the dust, not just like startup, because there's a 100 startups right now that are building like, honestly, a lot of them are building like what you would consider features. They're like, oh, we do this cool thing. And the question is, is that a feature or is that a fully fledged product? Neva was a fully fledged product. So that's why I think that it's actually interesting to talk about, whereas a lot of these other AI companies, when they say like, hey, ChatGPT just unleashed plugins, now our whole company is dead, or like, Google just released like X, Y, and Z, like in, or like, you know, Google released like a feature that auto-writes emails in Gmail, now my whole company is dead. It's like, yeah, the problem is a lot of these companies were just like features, they weren't fully fledged products or platforms, or uh, they're just like a little feature or a little, gimmick, essentially, like a faster way to integrate ChatGPT into something. And I think you don't have a moat in that case. And a lot of companies are going to really struggle if that's all they have to stand on. Um, And so those companies definitely are going to struggle. But something like Neva, which is a search engine, which, you know, arguably has a moat, takes a lot of like manpower and a lot of resources to get something like that going. Um, Seeing a company like that shut down their search operations, I think is very telling in the space. I, I wonder as we see Apple's making announcements that they're getting into AI, Amazon's making announcements that they're getting into AI, and as we kind of see this consolidation of Microsoft, Google, Apple, and Amazon, what other companies, prominent AI companies, we will see die because they become irrelevant, or they can't keep up, um, or they just weren't big enough to uh, compete with these you know, the big players in the space. So that is an area that we will continue to follow into the future. Today's episode is brought to you by Self Pause, which is an AI life coach that I absolutely love. Self Pause allows you to go and have a conversation around anything that you're trying to achieve. It helps you set goals, it helps you build positive habits, eliminate limiting beliefs. It's essentially just your personal coach for anything that you're trying to focus on in life. The best AI life coach, you need to check them out, go download the app. This is something that seriously can change your mindset. And i I am a massive believer in mindset. I know that if you change your mindset, you can accomplish anything you want to. So go download the Self Pause app today, iOS and Android. This is something you absolutely need to get. You've been listening to the ChatGPT podcast. Make sure to rate us wherever you listen to your podcasts and have a fantastic week.